Good evening, Sixers fans. We have a trade to talk about. Um, Daryl Morey came through, and he acquired George Hill, who I I talked about this a few times on podcasts. Uh, that was one of my biggest trade targets, and I think it's a great addition to the team, and he fills one of our biggest needs, which is like a bench. Not even a bench. He might even be in the starting lineup, but a guy who can run the offense when Ben Simmons isn't in the game. Um but it's a three-way deal with uh, New York and Oklahoma City. So the Sixers get George Hill and Iggy Brzdakis. Brzdakis. Uh, I think I pronounced that right, but he he's a G League standout. He averaged 21 points in the G League bubble this past season. Uh, and George Hill, we'll talk about him later, but you know he's a, he's a solid player. Oklahoma City in this three-way deal, they received Tony Bradley and Austin Rivers from New York. Also, two Philadelphia second-round picks. And New York receives Terrence Ferguson, Vincent Poirier, and a second-round pick from Philadelphia. So basically, the Sixers are giving up Tony Bradley, three second-round picks, Terrence Ferguson, Vincent Poirier, for George Hill and Ignis Brezdakis. Woo, Iggy. <laughs> yeah. And one more thing to note. Since the Sixers are sending out three players and only taking back two, that does open up a roster spot, um, which I think would probably be used to transfer Paul Reed into a, like a, a normal 13-player roster player instead of a two-way. But I, we'll have to see with that. Maybe they get someone in the buyout market or sign a free agent or something. Um, but anyways, the biggest part of this is the Sixers get George Hill, a solid point guard who can shoot the three play make play decent defense uh what are your thoughts on the trade Coy? well first of all i just like welcome to philly georgie sorry my emotions got the best of me but georgie hill dude george hill what what is there to say about him honestly there's not that much because the thunder haven't been on national tv in like three years actually no it's since last year i forgot they were good last year but george hill i've liked him since about 2k 16 because i always used the pacers and he was really good uh I don't have much to say. I'm happy that we got him. He's a good three-point shooter. He's going to run the court well when Ben Simmons is off. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I think I'd like to – I want to talk about Ignis Brasdikas for a little bit. I'm kidding. I don't really care about Iggy either. But he's got that crazy kind of name, and I feel like crazy names sometimes work out in Philly. I don't know. Just a big prediction I'm going to have. Ignis Brasdikas MVP next year. <laughs> yeah, Iggy, uh, we'll see if he can crack the rotation. I highly doubt it. But uh, back to George Hill. This year, he's shooting 39% from three on four attempts per game. He only played 14 games. He hasn't played since, like, January, which might be a little bit of a red flag, but uh, he doesn't have some sort of serious injury. He's just mostly been sitting out uh, because the Thunder kind of knew that they were going to trade him and they didn't want to, you know, risk anything. Uh, he, he has been a guy who scored the ball well in the past, like, with Indiana, like you said. Um, he's just, you know... If you're not too familiar with him, he's a good playmaker. Doesn't turn the ball over a lot. He can hold his own on defense. Plays point guard, obviously. He can space the floor. Uh, he's right-handed. He was, hmm. He's from Indiana, an Indiana native. Also played for the Pacers and formerly played for the Spurs. Played for the Thunder, obviously, this year and the Bucks last year. With the Bucks last year, he averaged 46% from three, which was the league leader last year so that's definitely a good sign he can shoot the three well if there's anything 
that you can say about him. Um, but yeah, not much else. He went to IUPUI for college. I'm not sure what that is. He's six foot <laughs> four, about 190 pounds. Uh, he's got 12 years of experience, veteran leadership. He's been around championship teams. He was with the Spurs from 2008 to 2011. So, it, you know, he's in the locker room with Tim Duncan uh, but you know not much else to say about him I think he's definitely a good addition for the Sixers though yeah uh, as you guys can tell Jerry did his scouting report on George uh, Georgie uh, <laughs> not to be sarcastic Jerry, that was a beautiful uh, scouting report Thank George you. Hill <laughs> yeah there, like you said there's really not much to say I was upset that we traded Tony Bradley but before we recorded this, you comforted me by telling me that once Embiid's back, he probably won't be playing anyway. Uh, but after this trade, I'm going to say it. I'll make sure I advertise it on Instagram, too. So for all the people that weren't going to listen anyways, uh, now you're going to listen because I said the Sixers are winning the championship this year. This is the year they found a way to find out. They found a way to win without their stars this year. I feel like uh, they're winning games at will. They have a possible MVP candidate in Embiid, and he's coming back soon. Uh, it's their one seed to lose, really. I think it's all in their control at this point. And at this point, you know, LeBron's out, LaMelo's out. So, I mean, LaMelo's not going to beat us anyway, but LeBron's out in the West. I don't know when he's going to come back. I think the Sixers could be any team in the West. And I'm going to say it here one more time Sixers are going to be NBA champions this year. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you weren't expecting that. You know what? I'm, I might agree with you. Also, update, IUPUI is Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. So, he's, George Hill is an Indiana guy until he dies. I, I believe his Twitter name has Indiana, it's like Indiana George. Uh, so, he, he really embraces the Indiana culture, uh, but hopefully embraces Philly as well. He's going to have to win a championship with us first. Yeah. Um, but... Anyways, I, one more thing I do want to bring up is you look at the Sixers' rotation now after this trade, and it looks pretty balanced. It looks pretty solid. Obviously, you have the starters, uh, Ben Simmons at the point guard, Danny Green, who he's he remained with the team throughout the deadline. Kyle Lowry trade did not happen. Uh, we'll talk about that after I go through this. Um not spent too long on it, but that was something that maybe a lot of Sixers fans were expecting, maybe hoping for that didn't happen. Kyle Lowry actually didn't go anywhere. He was rumored to go to the Heat, the Lakers, Sixers. Uh, ultimately did not happen, but back to the rotation. Yeah, Ben Simmons at the point guard, Seth Curry and Danny Green alongside him. Uh, you have Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris in the front court. So that's your starting five. And then you go to the bench, uh, like I, I've said this before, but Usually you're running like an eight-man, maybe nine-man rotation in the playoffs. Uh, so Dwight Howard, he's going to fill up those backup center minutes when Embiid is not on the floor. That's one of your eight or nine guys. George Hill, I think, will definitely be in there. Uh, just he was, he was like a guy who was closing game for games for the Bucks last year, and they were a deep playoff team. Uh, actually, they lost in the second round, but that's still. Whatever. They were a good team last year. Um, I think he might actually close games for the Sixers because I would probably rather have him in there than Seth Curry 
just for defensive reasons. But anyways, so you got one or two bench spots left if you pencil in George Hill as a guy who's going to get minutes in the playoffs. Uh, I think that goes to Shake Milton and then Matisse Thibel. Obviously, Matisse for his defense and Shake has just been a good player all around for us this season. So the Sixers, they have, you know, their group of guys. They're ready to go to the playoffs. We'll see if they sniff around in the buyout market, maybe pick up someone there. But they do have the mid-level exception, which means that they can sign a player basically to a contract without going over the salary cap. Um, but I, I'm not sure if they'll even use it because, like I said, that, that nine-man rotation is pretty cut out and, and there's not really room for much more. Maybe if a, like a lower-name backup center gets released uh, within the coming days, they sign him just to pick up for Tony Bradley leaving uh, until B comes back. But the Sixers, they seem like they're set for the playoffs, and I'm confident in this group of guys. I think – they have just as good a chance as anyone in the East does of making the finals. You look at the Bucks, you look at the Nets, good teams. You look at the Heat, good teams. But the Sixers are also a good team, and they're well-coached. They have one of the best players in the conference, Joel Embiid. Uh, the Sixers NBA. are going to be a problem. Yeah, in the NBA. Um, and your prediction of the Sixers winning a championship, it might come to fruition. The Lakers are going to be without LeBron and Anthony Davis for a while, so they might end up having to play in the play-in. They might get a lower seed in the playoffs. I, I don't think they'll miss the playoffs, but still, that could kind of eliminate them, and they seem like one of the biggest threats coming out of the West. So, you know, you're going to have to stay tuned, but the Sixers, uh, keep an eye on them. Make sure you're watching all these Sixers games down the stretch of the season because this might be a championship team we're witnessing here. Oh, no, 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 Jerry. This is a championship team we're witnessing here in Philadelphia. And yeah. I can guarantee you right now, uh, if Brooklyn or Milwaukee is unfortunate enough to have to face our wrath, we're going to slap them upside the head, say get out of our way, and slap the team, the Western Conference team on the side of the head and win that chip. Uh, bold prediction. But other news around the deadline, you know, we're not going to really talk about it. This is strictly a 76ers podcast, but the big one, Nikola Vucevic going to the Bulls. So I, I could see the Bulls winning one round. I can't see them winning two. But Vuce, I feel like, is a very, very good center. And I think he could be an all-star. Well, he was an all-star. But I think he could be an all-star for a perennial all-star. That's the word I was looking for. But, yeah, other than that, Lowry didn't get traded. And, really, that was about it. Yeah. Victor Oladipo went to Miami. I'm not sure how much better that makes them. But, you know, he's a good player. They throw him in the mix. That's a team that the Sixers might not want to see in the second round. They probably will. It seems like the top four has kind of been almost set in stone. I think the Sixers and the Nets, one of those two will be the one seed. The other will be the two seed. Then you have the Bucks, and then you have the Heat. And then the fifth seed is really up for grabs. But I think the Sixers are likely going to play the Heat in the second round, if not maybe the Bucks. And the Heat are going to be a good team. They picked up a good player. But like I just said, the Sixers – have just a good chance as anyone else. And I'm confident in this group of guys. Yep. So you heard it from Philly sports talk first. And I can guarantee when we're hoisting up that trophy at the end of the year, I will be posting this everywhere possible. So just remember it from here. Philly sports talk, the two boys, the experienced, talented, handsome, good looking men are calling it 
76ers winning the championship here this year. That's going to end this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Philly Sports Talk, we out. Thank you for listening.